Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. Let's take a flashback to the best of 2022's tips and strategies to win more listings, close more deals, and grow your real estate business. I think that new agents need to, or should, remain humble and remain calm and know that it's okay if they don't know everything. Um, Just ask questions and get guidance. Uh, Don't try to stumble through it. Ask your broker, ask other realtors. Everyone is almost always very happy to help you. Um, I just, I think it's really, really important to ask. And just set your goals, right? I think going for new agents is really important. Even if your goal seems ridiculous, I would say shoot for the moon and um, at least you'll get up there. But if you, you know, if you're not sure what you're going to do, you won't probably do much. But if you set yourself some lofty goals and start work towards them. Yeah. And just get on the phone and talk to people. Coaching can be very, very expensive, but it pays off. Nice. Uh, I think a new agent would probably be better off changing their car radio station to listening to Audible and listening to podcasts and just learning that way. Like your podcast, I listen to it every, I think it's Monday it comes out, but I have a whole stack of them, right? Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) And you learn something, listen to other realtors, Uh, listen to professionals like you and the other professionals you have on and learn that way. I think that it's important for people to figure out what works for them. Yeah. So I think it's important to kind of try everything, find, you know, for me, like the biggest thing is finding the problem that you solve. So like, what's, what service are you providing and how can you help people the most? I think that's like, you know, the question that we, if you're providing a service or if you're providing a product or anything like that, it's so important to kind of have that and hone in on it and really just have that answer laid out because once you've gotten that figured out, people can see it and people can feel it. And like, no one's going to hire somebody or buy a product that they don't see value in as annoying. And, you know, it's like a job in itself, but as annoying as it is, like just post as much as you can, just to stay on top of everybody's minds. I would say to prioritize client follow-ups and and more so just maintaining those relationships. Have been in this industry for almost five years now. And prior to real estate, I was actually a social worker for over a decade. So there's a lot of self-awareness and a lot of self-care and a lot of peeling back those layers in that industry. So I think that just really transferred over for myself and having the support of our team behind me too, and having kind of the one-on-one coaching, and then we have external coaching and just really always delving into those icky parts of, you know, what's working and not what is working, what isn't. You just recently got into into the industry. It's a long-term game. 
yeah. sit down, understand the resources you currently have, what kind of market you want to be into, what kind of niche you want to focus on, all right? The real estate market, as I like telling my team members, is it's a huge market. It's what you choose to be and choosing, in the end, you're the one that creates opportunities in one way or another. Um, so my advice to them is to sit down with themselves, be honest with themselves financially, emotionally, with their family, with any kind of relationships they have, and put in a plan, a tactical plan that looks at the three-month, six-month, and one-year plan, but then a strategic plan. Where do you want to be in the next five years? Why do I say five years? Is because the highest ratio or the highest rate of failure is usually in the first two years. Yeah. And if you spread it out to five years, yeah, most of them get weeded out, unfortunately. Not because they're not good. It's because they didn't have the proper basis of running a business. And I would say for someone who's new, maybe you're new to real estate, I would focus on your community and thinking about, are there some things in your community that you can highlight? Maybe it's local businesses, local leaders, um, and kind of shining the light on why your town, why your neighborhood is a great place to live, to move to, that could be great content also. Everyone will say this, but it's very true. Relationships. It's all about relationships. So when I think about that in, in the real estate world, I'm thinking about really a couple of different groups of people. One, of course, is your clients. So that's a no brainer. But what are the others? What about your colleagues? your other realtors in the business. These are people that are probably gonna be around as long as you are. It's good to have those relationships. You know, there's that old saying, um, how does it go? You, uh, you never know how important a relationship is until you need one. But an even better saying is, um, when you need a relationship, it's too late to build it. So the key is to build the relationships at the front end and not expect anything in return. Just build the relationships, support other people, make their priorities your priorities. Because when you do that, somehow karmically, for whoever believes in that, it kind of all comes back to you, don't you find? So I, I'm a new realtor. I got my license this year. Well, actually last year um, in July, but I actually had about a year and a half of real estate experience prior to that. Um, so what I did was I carefully planned out just before getting my real estate license to land a job in a real estate company where there was a lot of foot traffic coming in from like buyers, sellers, and a lot of investors. Plus that company also did financing and mortgage. So I felt like it was such a great end to learn about the business while getting my license. And I think that helped me incredibly because as soon as I got licensed, even before that, I was speaking with clients or just, I had so much general knowledge about the industry, how to get your mortgage approval, what you know financing looks like, um, what it is to be an investor in the real estate game, how to buy, sell, that when I was speaking, people could tell that I didn't just get my license but I was coming out of experience and I just feel like it added so much more value and it gave me such a big confidence like confidence boost because I wasn't just like a newbie I felt like I actually had experience even though I just got my license and I feel like that has actually been the key to my personal success with real estate investing as well as working with other clients. 
Yeah, I also feel like if you don't have that opportunity to do that, I mean, I was I was in a position where I could go work for someone else, but sometimes you might have a full job and full-time job and you don't know anyone. And I mean, come on, Google and all these real estate gurus and researching your market, but I do highly recommend doing all of that before just getting your license and going out there because it can be really scary. So if you've got just somewhat education and value and research behind you, you just sound so much more credible. I would search in your area and try and find, don't look for the cheapest brokerage, quote unquote, most affordable brokerage, um, whatever that may be. Find the one you feel the most comfortable in and the one you can see yourself growing the most in, whatever brand that is. Um, You know, you want to surround yourself with the right kind of people, the right kind of agents. Um, That was something I really focused on early when I looked at Keller Williams. You know, a lot of the agents that I looked up to and wanted to kind of build similar business to were, were at that brokerage. And I really kind of saw the opportunity just to kind of be around these people and kind of soak up as much as I could and, you know, apply what I can to my own business. And, and I really just kind of saw the opportunity in that. So I think you want to find, you want to find a good uh, brokerage and support staff and, um, you know, have those tools at your, at your disposal and don't spend any money on anything that doesn't have a direct return. And what I mean by that is don't go out and buy all the big bench ads and bus signs and spend all the money on that before you've kind of sold any houses or anything like that, right? You want to focus, you want to focus your, your money when you're starting out, especially if you're starting out with, you know, not a lot of money. Like when I started on, you know, my, my, that early money was going towards staging a listing that I knew I was going to sell and I had an ROI on that. Right. So I was focusing my, my money on, 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 you know, staging my listings, making sure they looked as good as possible, having the best photos taken. Um, and then I knew when I sold that house, there was a direct return on that. Right. And then I think once you build your business to a certain point where you can, you know, maybe spend money in different avenues where there doesn't have to be that direct return right away, that's when you can look at opportunities like static marketing, static, static advertising, like the bench signs, the ads, all that kind of stuff. Right. So don't get ahead of yourself as much as, as much as they might show it that way on TV, it's not all about just buying signs places. Right. So you want to have your for sale signs in people's lawns. That's the end goal. That's the brand recognition too. People will start seeing your sign, noticing you and, and yeah, super smart. Real, real estate's hard and that's understandable um it's just to keep going at the end of the day most people don't aren't rock, real estate rock stars right out of the gate right it, it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of going and at the end of the day it's just really going back to the thing of just keep trying new things but there, there's comes caveat with that right like keep trying new things if it's working if it's not working then move on to the next one right so try for whatever it's going to be six months. And if it doesn't work, then move on to the next. But oftentimes I find a lot of realtors um, really get in that shiny object syndrome where YouTube is the thing, then TikTok is the thing, then Instagram's the thing. And therefore you never could get at any of them. It's really stay consistent with one form and, and get good in the long run, right? Like at the end of the day, I think it's Tony Robbins that says people underestimate or overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes back to that. It's just have the long-term uh, patience, uh, but work very hard in the, the micro. The biggest key in real estate, in my opinion, is consistency. Wow. And 
you got to be consistent every day because it is your own business and what you put in is what you're going to get out of this business. So I truly believe in consistency, staying that market expert is so important, especially with me. This is my fourth year in the business, but I'm 26. So I am a younger realtor. So for me, it's being that market expert, being hungry, and also staying on top of technology because I do work with a lot of older clients and that is where I can kind of set myself aside from older realtors is being good with technology and yeah. being, but also having that experience and knowledge behind me. Uh, the last thing is be yourself. Nice. I think there are so many agents who are scared to show who they are because they don't think it's professional. But nowadays with so many real estate agents to choose from, people want someone relatable. Yeah. Well, one of the first things you do when you come join Percy Fulton and sit with us, um, we're going to tell you to reach out to what's called your sphere. So, which is really just the people, you know, so literally as simple as taking a pen and paper and writing down every single person, you know, who's your hairdresser, where do you get your car fixed? Where do your kids go to school? Who do they talk to? Writing down a list of people and telling them that you're in real estate. So whether you're sending them a letter in the mail, an email text, we would prefer a, a old school letter in the mail. No, honestly, I know it sounds crazy, but um, do all of the things and, and call them and tell them that you're in real estate. Like they don't know unless you let them know. So that's number one. When you yeah. come and join us, we'll, we'll set you down and just get on the phone or get, yeah. Fear of rejection. Yeah. You know, when you make phone calls, when you talk to people, you're bound to catch someone on a bad day. You're bound to catch someone that just wants you as your realtor and doesn't want to really establish a relationship. But that needs to be honored. You know, they're obviously going through something or maybe that's their type of personality, but that's fun. And to me, I had to learn to hit the next button and move on to the next person because that's that's the nature of this business very early on i was very eager and kind of guns and blazing out of the gates and uh, they both looked at me and said rome wasn't built in a day oh yes. yes yes and that is always stuck with me just to kind of you know build the foundations get good systems implemented and in place figure it out get yourself grounded become familiar and slowly over time, things will build and things will come to you. I think just kind of looking back at, at themselves, right? And that self-awareness. I know the first agent that we started this mentorship program at the beginning of this year, uh, we brought on a few new agents and uh, Kate and I were mentoring them. And one of the agents that joined our team, she was actually at that point mm -hmm. and she just felt like she needed something more. So she kind of self-reflect internally at what it was that she was missing. And she realized that she wanted more of a team environment versus being a solo agent in a brokerage. Yeah. So she reached out. It ended up working out quite well. She came onto our team. Her and I got paired together. And I think just having that support from our entire team and then also having a mentor really just changed her complete outlook on real estate and she's done a complete 180 and she loves it she has this like renewed you know love for the industry and she's remembering why she kind of got licensed and went into it and loving the support and the team environment and you know being able to have that telephone call with me while I'm away in Mexico and all those great benefits that come with it and I could not imagine doing it alone without our team supporting me and the admins. So I, I would say really just looking at what it is that you're lacking. 
because the industry and getting the client perspective, that's hard in itself. It doesn't matter if you're on a team or you're by yourself or whatever, there, there's a work and a grind that goes with that. But what more are you needing? Thanks for joining. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today.